today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The LCBO has extended their hours of operation uh, amid fears of a looming strike. Uh, they uh, actually uh, could walk out as of midnight on uh, Monday. Uh, here's, the, here's the deal, because uh, we've done segments on this for years now about the situation with the LCBO and variations on this theme about should the government dump the LCBO? Should it all be privatized, the sale of liquor and beer? And and, and I've been, I think, pretty consistent about this, uh, first of all. I, no, I don't think the government should dump the LCBO. I think it serves a purpose here. It's a cash cow for the government, for God's sakes. Uh, could they do things a little bit better, more efficiently? Sure they could. And and there should be some pressure on on the uh, the administration of the LCBO to do that. Uh so let's let's put that on the table first of all. I, I don't think this is a, a, a rationale, as some people have explained, to say, "Well, let's dump it." That'd be stupid. That would really be a stupid thing to do. And frankly, I don't know who's going to be the next premier. Whether it's going to be Kathleen Wynne again, or Andrea Horvath, or Patrick Brown, uh, I don't think any of them have any intention of getting rid of the LCBO because they look at dollar signs when they look at the LCBO. Having said all that, though. I have, uh, over the years, had occasion to know a number of people that have worked at various LCBO outlets, and uh, i got to tell you something. Um, the workers have got, uh, they got a beef here. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of concern about what's going on. Now, I don't know whether there's going to be a strike next week or not, but uh, there are some issues that need to be addressed here. Uh, and I may be the only person in the media that's going to talk in a supportive manner about what's going on with the LCBO right now, but be that as it may, I, I, I've talked to the people, I know the issues, I... I I've, I've understood this, and I've seen firsthand about some of the things that's going on. So when I bring uh, Smokey Thomas, Warren Smokey Thomas, the president of OPSU, uh, to talk about the issues here, I want you to pay attention to some of this stuff, because you may not know a lot of this. Uh, a lot of people think this is just about, well, they didn't want the beer and wine sold in grocery stores, so now they're striking. And, and that's not it. That's not it at all. Uh, Smokey, of course, is the president of OPSU, responsible for the uh, the workers at the LCBO, and he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us an update. Uh, Smokey, how are you doing today? I'm good, Bill. Thanks for having me on, and we really do appreciate your objectivity on this and your support. You're very good at it. Well, I've been there, done that, you know, and like I say, I'm, I'm not doing this anecdotally, Smokey, because I've known people that have worked uh, there. I've known people that have worked there as they were going through school, and, and you know what? If this is a part-time job where you're trying to make a couple of extra bucks uh, to pay for books or tuition or something, it's it's not a bad gig to have. But I know an awful lot of the people that are working those stores are people that are trying to put bread on the table for their families. And frankly, uh, the, the the compensation they're getting and the way that these guys are having hours and sc- scheduled, it sucks. It's it's terrible. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, that is uh, probably our biggest concern, quality of life issue. So the, the LCBO has always had a large part-time component. It's been growing over the years. It's now up to 80% part-time workers. And you're right. They're, they're the vast the vast majority are people that are trying to make a living and trying to put bread on the table. And, you know, the LCBO says, well, at least half our part-timers get 1,000 hours a year. Well, that says the other half get less. And who can live on a half-time job? And so they, and they, the, the shift schedules are atrocious. I mean, it's a colossal failure of management. If you can't sit down and figure out some way to schedule a bunch of people to work, that kind of makes their life a little better, you know. So why one guy, and he, I checked him out, he was telling me the truth. He worked 94-hour shift in a row, 90 days in a row, four-hour shift. But somebody else was working the other four hours. Come on, it, there, there's got to be some way to schedule better, to make things better, and also a path to a full-time job. I mean, in the 905 GTA area, like over half the jobs are part-time precarious work. It's no wonder people, 
you know, in their mid-20s can't move out of home. It's no wonder people can't buy a house, a fridge, a stove. And I heard an LCBO manager one day at the meeting said, well, you know, if they don't like it, they can go find another job. I looked at them and I said, they would if they could. You tell me where them other jobs are, that you know, that, where they are, and I'll tell my folks, go apply for them, and you can start replacing. So it's a complex kind of a web of a thing that, that um, the premier has it within her power. I applaud the Liberal government on the Change of Workplaces review. Now, the caveat is they haven't passed it. It's still up for public consultation, debate of what passes at the end of the day, what remains to be seen. But it speaks explicitly about shift cancellations, part-time precarious work, all those sorts of things that are issues in the LCBO as we speak that we're fighting against, and yet the premier, like the liberal government, runs the LCBO because it's a crown corporation. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.